Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Foundation Sunday morning show. Happy Sunday to everyone out there. And it's not just an ordinary Sunday, folks. It is a Halloween Sunday. So happy Halloween, everybody. On this very pretty Sunday, uh, Sunday, October 31st of 2021. You know what that means. Once Halloween comes, then with Thanksgiving and in a minute, it's Christmas. But in any event, I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far. It's a great morning, as I said. And as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice. With all my great listeners, here on Talk Radio 77 WABC and all listening to our stream on the WABCradio.com and on the WABC mobile app. Now, I also want to make sure that I hear from you in just a little bit. We're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number. It's 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure you give us a call and share your thoughts. And later on in the show, I'll reveal the results of our question of the week. But there is so much that happened in America this week. I'll, I'll tell you, I look forward to the Sunday when I don't, uh, when I look back on the week and say, yeah, not a lot happened this week. Well, there's a lot that happened this week and we're going to be talking about it over the next 60 minutes. And, uh, first we've got the border. We've got an out of control border. Uh, we've got individuals who are crashing through the Mexican National Guard. Uh, and, uh, I interviewed, uh, pre- former President Donald Trump and he talked about them being like NFL, uh, players. They are so big fighting with the National Guard just to make sure they get through to the United States. Uh, and we're going to have Tom Homan from, uh, Border uh, Patrol. He was the uh, director of Border Patrol for many years. And then we're going to talk about Alec Baldwin. So much going on. He made his first comments, uh, yesterday. Uh, regarding what happened in, uh, in New Mexico on the set of Rust where, uh, he, uh, pulled back a hammer and then pulled the trigger that killed, uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins and Joel Sousa, the director of the movie Rust. And, uh, we're also going to be talking about the fact that, you know what? There are still some school boards that are saying F you to parents. We just caught one this week on a mic in California. You know, I wonder if Merrick Garland ought to, uh, ought to turn his FBI and law enforcement agencies out there against the school boards, just making sure the parents are safe here. But that's another issue that we'll get to in the hour. But we're going to get to all of that and break it all down for you on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Plus, later on in the show, I will gavel out with my closing arguments. I also will reveal a new question for the week that
that you don't want to miss. I always love your participation in our weekly polls on the topics that matter to justice here in America. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, it's time for my opening statement. All right, folks, we have been talking about the border for a long time. And we talk generally about the fact that people are coming through the border and they are literally defying our laws. And what we've got now is a president and a Biden administration who I believe tent upon destroying this country. His latest effort, according to the Wall Street Journal, is to give every illegal who crossed the border illegally in 2018, who had a family member, $450,000, that's American taxpayer dollars, your money, if they were separated from their families. Now, if there were children who came across, there were requirements that required the children to be placed in a certain area. They couldn't be held in holding facilities like the parents were. And so now what we're going to be doing is we're going to be, if the Biden administration has its way, paying these illegals who broke the law to come here in the first place, $450,000, not per family, not per family, but per person. So a family of four will make $2 million. All they have to do is say, I was separated from my children and I suffered anxiety and stress and I had nightmares from this and it's been horrible as if folks traveling 2,000 miles, some of these kids being brought over, many of them by coyotes, many of these kids being put on birth control by their parents in the event that they're raped. But if they were separated once they were safe in the United States, once the United States held them in the, in the, in the cornucopia of protection and money and food and education and health care and housing, all that cornucopia of, of, of benefits that we give illegals, as if that's not enough, we want to give them $450,000 each if they cross the border illegally in 2018 and were separated from a family member, no matter how long that separation might have been, no matter how long uh, uh, they, they uh, were separated. And, folks, I want you to think about this. Number one, it's your money. Number two, I can pretty much, if I were a betting woman, bet that they're not going to have to pay taxes on that. Number three, if it's just a parent and one child, or someone who says they're a parent with a child. And remember, we're not taking DNA at the border, the Biden administration. We're not, and the Obama didn't either. And I've met with NGOs and agencies at the border because I was there, and I've been there many times, and they're just giving kids to NGOs. We don't know who the parents are or where they are. But if they come back and say, I was here in 2018, and you didn't take my fingerprints and you didn't take my DNA – but I was separated from my parents. Well, there you have it. 
450000 for the child, for the teenager, for the, for the hulking male who was separated from his parents. And I want you to think about the fact that once we decide to do this, we are really crossing a line. There are, if you think about it, the, the monies that's gone to families who have lost family members in 9-11. I mean, we're giving $2 million to a family of four. You think the families of 9-11 got $2 million each and they lost a loved one. Here they benefited by being here and we're going to give you a couple million just to top it. But that's not the end of the crisis. We have now a crisis in education and I have talked about this for years. We let thousands, now 1.7 million so far this year who've entered through our southern border illegally violating our laws simply because they want to be in America. Who doesn't? It's the greatest country on earth. Yet we are at risk of losing our greatness as we reward illegals whose backgrounds we don't know, who surge through our borders because they know we are powerless, or certainly the Biden administration is powerless to enforce the laws. And we watch as they are gifted with the opportunity to board buses to get to the interior of the United States. We give them lawyers and courts and translators and food and housing before they even get there. And now the irony is that that those who respectfully wait their turn to get a visa, they get denied. But the real problem, folks, is the schools. As our schools opened up last month, They saw a deluge of students coming through. And public education, they say, costs about $28,000 a year. But the crisis is even greater than that. Because the immigrant children are not able, most of them, to speak English the way American children are. So what classes do we put them in? How many more teachers do we have to hire to at least understand what they're saying and if you have let's say a third grade level of reading or speaking the english language but you're 12 or 13 years old that means that you're in the same class as the third grader who is seven or eight years old so we have this disparity in terms of the ages of the illegals who then end up uh, in the same classrooms as young American children. So as the Biden administration is flooding, flooding schools across the country as they fly in illegals uh, throughout the country, we now see that the education system in our country is overloaded, overburdened, and it's almost impossible to pay to educate those children arriving unexpectedly in this country. Most of them, by the way, are teenage boys uh, in local schools that then create their own crisis, strapping educational resources, costing taxpayers millions in unbudgeted dollars. Uh, and we saw it years ago with the gang recruiting efforts uh, in Long Island, the MS-13 that were killing high schoolers because they didn't like the way they looked at them. I had the mother, the parents of two young girls who were murdered and beaten so badly in Long Island by illegals, MS-13 gang members in high schools, 
and uh, they literally had to identify these girls by their dental records. They couldn't identify who they were. They were beaten medieval style. And so with the arrival of these children, uh, we are now facing another catastrophe, another crisis under the Biden administration. You know, I interviewed the president this weekend, uh, and I aired it on my show last night. And the issue was uh, what grade he would give Joe Biden, given the crises in 10 months. We've got an energy crisis. We've got a supply chain crisis. We've got an immigration crisis at the border. We've got a cr- crime crisis. Uh, we've got an inflation crisis. There are s- Afghan crises. We've got so many problems in this country that this 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 man who calls himself a president who is who is held up by the people around him who he's afraid to uh, not listen to or apparently they'll yell at him if he doesn't end a press conference this this man is not capable of running this country and right now we've got a a a a, a tremendous tremendous problem with schools in this country and it all comes down to one thing It all comes down to a president who has the strength to recognize that while illegals continue to set records day by day, crossing the border, knowing they'll be released to disappear, knowing that they'll get into schools because they have, folks, a constitutional right to come into schools. Those schools have classrooms that are too small. They don't have the budget to hire teachers to deal with the variety of language they speak, with American kids suffering a slowdown in their own education. Again, not to mention the MS-13 gang members killing students at a high school in Long Island. And who pays for this? And given that tens of thousands of these unaccompanied kids have come in in the past month, who, of course, are uh, entitled to an education under our laws, get ready. If you think your property taxes are high now, strap in. Because right now, with education, something that no one is talking about, it's going to get much worse. And that's my opening statement, folks, here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Uh, and I want you, I want you, as you think about giving a call, think about your schools. Think about what is happening. Talk to other parents who have kids in, in, in grades K through 12. How many kids are in those classes who are not speaking English? And, you know, how many of those classes now have an inordinate number of kids and are bringing in new teachers who are being paid to speak a different language to satisfy the kids who are coming in across the border. So uh, up here next on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we're going to talk to Tom Homan, who is without a doubt an expert at every angle of immigration, the border crisis, uh, plus your chance to vote your thoughts on our hotline. We open up the Friends of the Court hotline coming up right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. The Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. 
The Tunnel Towers Foundation is honoring America's heroes and their families with 200 mortgage-free homes this year. In a moving tribute to the fallen, the foundation's chairman and CEO walked from the Pentagon to Shanksville and on to Ground Zero, more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days. In a moving tribute to the fallen, the foundation's chairman and CEO walked from the Pentagon to Shanksville and on to Ground Zero, more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days. I already said that once. The foundation brought Towers of Light back to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance. And in a first for the nation, the foundation read aloud the names of those who lost their lives to 9-11-related illness. On Veterans Day, another first. The foundation is reading aloud the names of people lost in the war on terror. The foundation is also, I love this, folks. you got to listen. The foundation is also giving away a home a day through the holidays this year in its season of hope. Do good and help America to never forget. During this 20th anniversary year of 9-11, help America to never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Special shout-out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on WABC.com, ABCRadio.com, streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC Now, joining us now, I told you about him during the open, joining us is the former director of the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE. Please join me in welcoming Thomas Homan to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Now, Tom, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, all right. Tom, in 2017, President Trump demoted Acting Immigration and Customs Enforcement Director Daniel Ragsdale to Deputy Director and appointed you as Acting Director. And you announced in 2017 that ICE had arrested 41,000 people between Inauguration Day and the end of April. It was a 38% increase from the year before. You say it's politicians who support sanctuary city policies that should be charged with crimes. First of all, I love you. I think that you are exactly what we need right now. I think this guy, Mayorkas, is out of his mind and and either is lying, stupid, or can't see when he says that the border uh, is closed. So now that we've got 1.7 million so far that we have counted who've crossed, how many do you think have actually crossed, Tom? Well, first of all, you're right. Secretary Mayorkas, he lies. He's not a stupid man. He knows exactly what's going on. He, he lies to the American people. If his lips are moving, he's lying. I've called him out on many times. And look, it's not 1.7. It's 1.9. Because we look at the Border Patrol data. They're not counting those family groups that go to a port of entry to turn themselves in. Those, most turn themselves into the Border Patrol actually cross the border illegally. But some go, go to the port of entry and turn themselves over to the Border Patrol and make a fraudulent claim to asylum. So it's really 1.9 enforcement encounters. And if you add to that, the nearly 400,000, and this is not an exaggeration, this is based on CBP drone traffic, sensor traffic uh, that they can't respond to in camera traffic, and they count the number of gotaways. Nearly 400,000 gotaways. Now, the, the CBP comes up and says, well, between 100 and 300. That was just a ridiculous statement to make. The chief of the border patrol that just was removed and he retired because they're going to you know, kick him out because he refused to stop using the term illegal alien, Rodney Scott. He verified yep. that number. 400,000 gotaways. These are okay. people that Now, I'm going to do you one better. Hours. 
Tom, I'm going to do you one better. I interviewed the president, and uh, uh, it was on my show last night, Justice. I don't know if we have the sound on this one where he says, you can multiply that by seven because while they're dealing with people coming through a particular area, there are, like, loads of them coming through another area and at night. But in any event, it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. All right, so we say it's a nightmare. We talk about it all the time. I think, Tom, the people are, like, desensitized to it. But what I talked about, a couple minutes ago there are two things that really have my ire this morning and i want to hear from you tom holman uh former uh former director of uh of ice i would like to know what do you think about the fact that the the biden administration is interested in giving everyone who crossed in 2018 who may have been separated we don't know how long from a family member almost a half a million dollars each how much are they going to give to U.S. citizen families that get separated? Police, eight, police agencies across this country. I was a police officer in New York. I arrested fathers for domestic violence. I separated that family. I, I stopped a guy for DUI, had a child in the car. I separated that family because the father went to jail and the child either went to a relative or CPS. It happens thousands of times a day across this country. But they want a different set of rules for illegal aliens, which is ridiculous. It was zero tolerance, which means we had record numbers at the border at the time. We said, let's do zero tolerance. Let's actually start prosecuting people for entering the country illegally. And you know what no one wants to talk about? In the three weeks we've done that, uh, crossings in Rio Grande Valley dropped 30%. So it was working. So yeah, it does work, but there's no question that it works. Tom Holman, listen, the, the, the idea that we give 450,000 to each person, I mean, what is the burden of proof? Did you just say, look, um, I came in and right now, Tom Holman, former director of vice, you know as well as I do that they're not even taking DNA from these kids crossing. They're not taking fingerprints. I was down at the border. I've been down there several times and I've spoken to people with NGOs who just take the kids. They just take them. They're not, we don't even know who the kids are. So a half a million dollars, just show up and say, yeah, I was separated in 2018. You don't have a record of me because your records are messed up or you didn't keep them or whatever. And then we pay for it. And by the way, I sent people to jail and, and prosecuted them for 32 years. I can imagine how much we should pay for everybody separated, but they just want to give them money. They want to, they want to embolden and empower them. But I now want to, I want to jump over to education. What happens in grades K through 12? They just go to school. What does this do to the education system, Tom? Just let me ask that one question real quick. You're right on the, on the, on the separations, but this sends another message. Come across the border, bring a child with you, and you're never going to get prosecuted because we don't want to separate you. You can carry fentanyl. Bring a yep. child with you, and you won't be arrested because you won't be separated. It just sends another message for more people to come. As far as the education, look, 132,000 children have crossed this border illegally by themselves. Their parents hired a criminal organization to, to, ha- to have the child smuggled across the border. How much are they getting? They separated themselves, 132,000 of them. And, and all these kids and all these families coming across, they're going to the schools are already overcrowded. Trauma centers are overcrowded. Some trauma centers are already shut down. Right. Uh, a, a classroom size in New York and New Jersey and Maryland have already doubled. This is going to hurt the U.S. citizen child and U.S. citizen families who are trying to get a fair education, and they actually pay taxes to the school for their child to get educated. 
Yeah, and and uh, as I said earlier, your property taxes are going to go up, Tom Holman, because you've got to pay for the additional teachers. And by the way, the teachers are going to end up speaking not just uh, uh, hire the the new ones that they have to hire, not just not just Spanish, but we've got 160 countries coming through. I mean, how many teachers and how many languages do they have to speak? And how much does it slow down American children? And how many 15 year olds are going to be in in class with a third grader because they speak at a third grade uh, level English and let's talk about the bathrooms let's talk about the Virginia gubernatorial race where you know Glenn Youngkin is is fighting with Terry McAuliffe because his parents have no right to get involved in the school issues I mean this is an essential issue right now last word Tom Holman from ICE I love talking to you you're so on the money with this I'll tell you what, you're right on all counts. I'm hope, hopefully American people are paying attention and, and demanding change. I don't care. You know, Democrats control Congress. That's fine. Call your Republican senator and congressman and ask them, why are you sitting down negotiating any budget? Why are you sitting down negotiating any infrastructure bill? You ought to be walking away from the table and say, we're not negotiating anything until you show us one thing. One enforcement strategy to the border to slow the to slow the numbers down because this is just not an immigration issue. It's a national security issue. Border Patrol's arrested 14 people on the FBI screening database. Let me ask you something. How many of the 400,000 are in the FBI screening database that we didn't catch? This is a serious issue on the border. Demand your congressman and senator walk away from the table and not negotiate anything with Democrats until they show you some sort of enforcement action on the border to slow it down. Well, I absolutely agree with you, Tom Holman. We're not getting anything for it. I mean, even they, they wanted to give them free college education, illegals, free college education, community college. I think they may have rethought that one. But they'll do everything they can. I mean, what the benefit, I keep saying, the benefit is that they get power. The benefit is that the illegals are, 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 are you know, going to vote Democrat. They're, they're beholden to them. But do they not care about America? No, they don't. They don't have to vote, Jenny. What you got to do? Remember what, what? What did Biden also do? You overturned the Trump census rule. So these millions of yep. people will be coming to the next census, which is going to result in more seats in the House for the Democrats. You are right on the money. The Democratic Party has sold this nation out, sold our security out, sold our sovereignty out for future political power. Let me tell you, son. The right, the right guy comes back in twenty twenty four. I know who that's going to be. He comes back. I come back. And we're going. We all come back. Let me tell you. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> we got, we, we got, we got to fix this, and the American people better start raising hell because this is this is just not. Let me say it again. I don't care what your thoughts are on illegal immigration. This is more than that. It's a public safety issue with COVID, fentanyl coming across the border, killing you know already killed ninety two thousand young children. It's mm-hmm. about it's about uh, it's, it's a public safety crisis. Border Patrol arrested over ten thousand criminals, fifty two of them convicted of murder. If, and if they arrested 10,000, how many didn't get arrested in that 400,000? Well, look. Immigration issue, humanitarian issue, public safety issue, public health issue, and a national security issue on the border. No, no question, Tom Homan. Next time, we're going to give you more time on the show. Thank you, former ICE director and a real patriot, Tom Homan. Thank you so much for spending time with us on this morning's show. All right, and up here next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we will be speaking with Hollywood armorer Brian Carpenter. We're going to ask you our question of the week and tell you how to participate when the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show returns. The Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. 
Okay, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Morning Show. Joining us now is an experienced armorer, weapons master, and trainer. He is credited on movies such as Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, among many others. Please join me in welcoming Brian Carpenter to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. All right, Brian, I understand that you're an armorer, you're a weapons master, trainer, uh, you're also a veteran private military contractor, and you've done many things, as uh, as I said, films such as Jack Reacher, also television shows, NCIS New Orleans, Queen of the South, Claws and Zoo. I want to talk about uh, the, the set of Rust in New Mexico, the Alec Baldwin film, and I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, should they apparently, uh, now clearly there was a live round in the gun that Alec Baldwin shot. It killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and it went right through her and then injured Joel Souza, the director. Now, should there be a live round on the set of any movie? Uh, no, Judge, there is never any circumstance whatsoever where a live round should be anywhere even near the atmosphere of a movie set. Okay, let's talk about the fact that uh, generally the armorer, uh, as well as uh, the AD and the, the the safety people, are trained actors that they are never to shoot a gun at a direction of a human being. Is that correct? Well, it, that is. You are quoting one of the fundamental four safety rules that Colonel Jeff Cooper put down years ago, and. Whether you're a tier one operations uh, group or whether you're a range instructor, you know, teaching home defense, you know these things and you follow them. Uh, we as professional armorers, myself and my colleagues, and it's only a handful of us to do this, obviously follow those rules. We make sure that even if the studios don't want to or don't take the time to, we carve out even moments with these actors and any talent that's going to handle a live weapon try to teach them these four safety rules. And uh, no matter what movie you've seen, and it looks like they're pointing at a camera or pointing directly at someone, they're really not. It's a trick of the camera. Well, so, you know, Brian Carp- Carpenter, armorer and, and weapons trainer, I mean, the interesting thing is that this was not a remote a controlled camera. This was a camera being held by the cinematographer. So, um, you know, it, it was, there was a person right there. And in addition to that, we now hear that Dave Halls, who was, I think, the assistant director, said it was a cold gun. He took the gun off a tray of three guns that he handed to Alec Baldwin, but clearly it was not. Do we know whether the gun was a prop gun or a real gun? Do we know? Well, uh, obviously, and Judge, I know you, I've had some experience in this space, and uh, obviously you are definitely uh, familiar with it. Uh, The investigative body is going to, you know, have to, you know, dig through all of the interviews, uh, all of the uh, questioning of, you know, 100-plus people there and try to get to the bottom of this, and they've got their hands full along with the... uh, Look, look, we have our hands full in every investigation, bottom line. Exactly. Bottom line. Bottom line. Bottom line is uh, the AD should never have had his hands on that weapon, handing it off to an actor. And if the weapon discharged and fired a live projectile, then absolutely it was a real gun, not a prop gun. All right. And in addition to that, there are standards, uh, Brian Carpenter, armorist, uh, there are standards where the uh, the person who hands the gun to the actor will actually take the, you know, open the chamber and then look down the barrel so that everybody knows there's nothing lodged in the barrel and the chamber either has um, blanks uh, or, or nothing in it at that point. Correct. 
That is that is correct. We take a flight. I mean, aside from the six levels of checks that it would have got had to make it through just to get to the set, then at that point there's a double verification process where the armorer and the armor or the trained uh, armor that's also a prop master that can be that as well takes that and does a double verification process with one person of authority at the minimum on set. Sometimes everyone wants right. to see it. Okay, going to be involved. Yeah, and you now we know it wasn't done. Slide. But I, I want mm-hmm. you, I want you to take a listen to what Alec Baldwin said yesterday. Do we have that sound, guys? We were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together, and then this horrible event happened. Okay, a very, very well-oiled crew. Is that guy? I mean, he's not just the main actor; he is the executive producer. It's his film company. He's responsible right. for the hiring. Talk to me about your interpretation of that quote, Brian. What we've heard, and again, nothing, you know, we obviously waiting for you know the the powers that be to tell us what really occurred. But what we've heard is there's been a lot of complaints on that set. There was a lot of people that had issues and concerns brought up prior to, and not just with firearm safety, but other safety as well. So all I can say is, and again, getting to the direct and harsh point is. A round made it onto set, a live round. It was pointed directly at someone, and it was fired, and it killed someone. So it doesn't sound oiled well or otherwise to me for that to happen. Well, you know, there was also, Brian Carpenter, an accidental discharge, two of them on the set of Rust before this killing happened. Uh, Do you know anything about that? No, I don't. I think other than the fact that I think the armor put out a statement, Ms. Reed put out a statement to her attorney that she said, uh, you know, that, you know, she wasn't aware of any of this. But uh, hearing what I have through other sources, it sounds like that maybe it was a uh, performer that let the weapon discharge. And, you know, to be honest with you, if you have no proper training, which I've been pushing for years to get minimum safety training for any talent handling these weapons, which isn't it's an underlying deeper reason why all of this is going on, and it boils down to a dollars and cents thing. But yep. they uh, they did not, uh, you know, if they're not properly trained, you hand these blank guns off. That's why you have to have a skilled uh, armorer that has been doing it, has a lot of time, and knows how to sit there and watch it like a hawk. And transitioning well, from a real-world space to this, you know, I got even a little bit more understanding of how quickly something bad can happen if you're not on top of your game. Well, uh, clearly, uh, the, the people walked off the set of Alec Baldwin's movie Rust, uh, Brian Carpenter Armorer here, uh, because they said that they were cutting too many corners. They weren't getting paid. Uh, they hired this Hannah Guterres Reed, who a month before on a podcast said she wasn't sure she was even equipped to do this kind of thing. And she had only done one film before, and her father is like this master armorer you can't help but think that this 24 year old got hired uh because she was a legacy because she was her father's daughter she had no experience and she basically admitted it on a podcast yeah. well you know it's it's that it's also the modern culture to hire you know uh, i see it you know and i'm not again youth shaming anybody here but hiring younger people uh they're trying to do diversity hiring on every level and i'm not yep. again saying there's anything negative to that whatsoever if someone i'm Hey, if, if anyone can do the job, then by all means. We I want the best person to do the job. You Don't even a, apologize for person. it. Right, right. And, and you know, you're exactly right. And then if you think they were cutting corners before COVID, you should see it now. Uh, yeah. With all the extra staff and uh, COVID, you know, uh, 
personnel and testing and all of the things that they're putting in, now they're taking away from even more the safety protocols from the three things on a set that can kill you, special effects, stunts, and gun, and gun armor services. And okay. uh, you you have to beg for the time you need, the personnel you need, and that was even before, and now it's All right. Well, we very much appreciate your time, Brian Carpenter. We appreciate your expertise. Um, You know, I've got I've spoken to some people in uh, New Mexico. Uh, There are three people who are in the light of sight of the prosecutor out there. And uh, I think legitimately so. I think it's just a question of applying the facts to the law. But thank you so much for your time. And um, your phone calls are coming up right here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Call into the Friends of the Court hotline, 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Now, uh, let's talk to, let's take a call or two. We've got uh, uh, Vito in Staten Island. This administration, is Vito there? Yes. Hi, Hi, Vito. How are you? What's your question? Bottom line, bottom line, Judge. This administration is a continuation of the 44th administration. This is, this is my view. Obama, it's yeah. eviscerate this nation. And uh, the president, that's be, he's being held, he's he's being blackmailed, and and we're we're being held hostage. Well, he's being blackmailed by who? China? No, he's being blackmailed by. Uh, the fact that uh, uh, that he, uh, he's being blackmailed by the puppeteer. Who's a puppeteer? Uh, I think it's Obama. Okay. All right. Thanks, Vito. Let's go to Gary and Manahawkin. Gary, are you there? All right, Your Honor. And that shooting out there uh, sounds like to me like a classic case of affirmative action. Someone who's not qualified. Come on. Ten-year-old kids are qualified out in the Midwest to shoot That's and right. handle guns. The That's thing right. is... I want to just say something about New York City, folks. New York City is on the brink of becoming Detroit, not San Francisco. There's a difference. Mm. Detroit. Curtis Lewa has to be elected mayor on Tuesday because anybody else running, their vote, you're throwing your vote away. Just throwing it out and getting rid of it. Curtis has to be elected. And this is what I want to say about these PTA meetings and stuff. You people have to realize there are now people, millions of people in the country who agree with children being taught that white people are the R word, pornography in schools, taught to 12 year olds. And, and now you're going to have in high schools, you're going to have it out in Long Island, you're going to have 19 and 20 year old seniors in a high school with your 13 year old daughter and hitting on them. Well, some people would say that's crazy, that's disgusting, but to them, it might be. Uh, it might be um, just trying to hit on him and find the girlfriend. That's the well, mentality that's well, out there. You know, the bottom line, Gary, is that uh, everything is, is a mess right now. We've got more crises that we could deal with. And if you ask Joe Biden to listen, he probably couldn't. And I think when you talk about the election in New York City, I mean, Curtis Sliwa, I mean, there's no question Curtis Sliwa is the guy who can do the best job. I mean, the bottom line is that he has been himself fighting criminals for many years as a volunteer. And, uh, you know, Eric Adams and the Post is really, really supporting him. But uh, I'm not so sure, you know, he's the guy for this. But uh, Curtis Lee would be a fantastic mayor in this city. And just what we need is a, a good shot in the arm to make sure, not the vaccine, but to make sure people start following the law. Um, in any event, right now, what uh, the, there was one sound, I don't think we have it, but we have a school board member saying F. 
nephew to a parent who was complaining and it got caught on a hot mic. It is just nonstop with these school boards and their agenda and their belief that they can control our kids and what they should think. It is absolutely mind boggling that this is going on. And anyway, we want you to make sure that you call in to the uh, 1-800-848-WABC, Friends of the Court hotline. And the results that we've been waiting to reveal, we're talking about the question of the week. And it's coming up next right here on the one and only 77 WABC. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. It's the perfect time for a verdict. And you heard it. Here, this is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation carries forward a legacy of courage and heroism. This 20th anniversary year, Tunnel to Towers is gifting America's heroes and their families with 200 mortgage-free homes. To honor the fallen, Chairman and CEO Frank Siller walked more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days. From the Pentagon to Shanksville to Ground Zero. Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance again this year. And for the first time in our country, the foundation read aloud the names of all we lost to 9-11 related illnesses. On Veterans Day, another first. The soldiers we lost in the war on terror are having their names read aloud. The words never forget require action. Do good and take action now. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. And attention, the price of silver has just increased 340% since 2000 and it continues trending higher. Universal Coin and Bullion is offering our listeners a special locked-in price of just $30 for a beautiful one-ounce 2021 American Silver Eagle coin, the most popular coin in the world for collectors and investors. This limited offer is available at dealer's cost because Universal Coin wants you to own our first newly designed silver bullion coin since President Reagan signed the Gold Bullion Act in 1985. Call Universal Coin like I did, leaders in the precious metals industry, at 800-UCB-GOLD to get your beautiful U.S. mint silver coin for only $30. Postage is free and you'll be dealing with experts. In fact, the company's president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is recognized as America's gold expert and he is the 2021 Coin Dealer of the Year. They also have rare gold coins, but this special silver deal is only available using the code PIRO, P-I-R-R-O. Call 800-UCB-GOLD. That's 800-UCB-GOLD. And mark the 20th anniversary of 9-11 by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Okay, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. All right, you know what time it is? It's time to reveal our question of the week. Last week, we posed this question. Do you believe the uh, National School Board Association apology memorandum is genuine or is it about damage control? The question was posed after earlier this month, the National School Board Association sent a letter to Washington prompting Merrick Garland, the attorney general, to direct the FBI and law enforcement to investigate mothers and fathers as domestic terrorists for simply voicing their opinions at school board meetings. Soon after, the NSBA issued an apology following national outrage and criticism for their letter. So here are the results. 10% said the letter is genuine. 
uh, and that they were sorry, and 90% said it was simply political damage control. Now, you know what? I like the 10% said the letter is genuine. You 10%ers, you feel, you believe in the best of us, and that's good. We got to have people like that. 90%, though, I'm with you guys. This is all about damage control. We found out not only that the National School Board Association was coordinating with the Biden administration in the drafting of this letter and the timing of it, but the Biden administration, (coughs) excuse me, actually hired the head of the National School Board Association to a plumb post in their administration. Disgusting politics at play. So I'm with the 90 percenters. So for this week's upcoming question of the week, um, ooh, do you think Alec Baldwin should be charged with a crime? Do you think Alec Baldwin should be charged with a crime? Make sure you chime into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. That's wabcradio.com slash forward slash tag the word tag forward slash web dash poll i'll be reading the results of the question of the week next sunday live right here on 77 wabc and by the way guys i'm really interested in your thoughts on this having heard brian carpenter a great armorer talk about all the rules that were violated and the fact that alec baldwin is both the main actor as well as the uh executive producer uh, that is something that I'd love to get your thoughts on. And one of the things that we didn't have time to talk about was the fact that in order to release the live round in that gun, you know, that was a, uh, a, a they had to pull back. It was a revolver. They had to pull back the hammer and then pull the trigger. So this isn't, a, you know, a single action where you just pull the trigger and the bullet comes out. This is where you actually had to pull back the hammer on this revolver and then pull the trigger. So it's a double action to get the bullet out. Very interesting. Uh, and, you know, the other guest that we had on this morning, Tom Holman, former director of ICE, I mean, talks about the fact that uh, it, it is what's going on is out of control. And, folks, you're going to be seeing it in the next few months. You're going to be seeing it in drugstores and in grocery stores and at gas stations uh, and all over this country. Uh, you go into stores and there will be people there that you haven't seen before. And the most important thing is that we need to get on with business in this country. We need to be able to continue to be a productive country. And with 1.9 million admitted coming in, according to Tom Holman, and the uncounted on top of that, uh, we've got, we've got upwards of 30, maybe 35 million illegals in this country right now. And they're being flown into Westchester, my county, and then in the, in the dark of night, the Biden administration not notifying any of the, uh, uh, leaders in particular areas where they're being flown into. And the schools, I want you to talk to your friends with kids. The schools are going to be overloaded, how they're going to be slowing down. So there's not just that. 
There's also the school board saying F you just this week by the president of the school board in California saying uh, the school district president caught on a hot mic saying disparaging comments over comments on the vaccination. So don't forget Tuesday, if you're in New York City, you got to vote. Uh, Curtis Lewa is is my favorite one to win. So. I can't believe we're out of time already. I want to make sure that you join us right back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp for the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. We're going to be talking about all the issues that we'll we'll see this week in a country that is nonstop with news. Uh, and up next, we've got Dick Morris show where you can listen to great political commentary on the issues that you care about. Dick Morris is a genius. He is a brilliant politician and strategist. Uh, so make sure you have a great day and don't forget it's trigger treat day and give some, give some healthy fruits to these kids. Take care. Bye. <laughs>